Thank God for Jesus. Amen. Thank God for Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. When I look back over my life, that my, now that my head is on right, I can see certain things. When your head ain't on right, you don't, you miss it. But I dare you to get your head right. I dare you to get your head right. You start seeing what some of us are turning around about. When you look back over your life and see how far God has brought you, it'll make you turn around. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It'll make you. It'll make you turn around. Amen. And the more you humble yourself, the more you give God, the more he gives you. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My, 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 my. I'm going to have to settle down here for a minute. God has sent a word today. But my soul said yes. I, I just want to brag on somebody this morning. They wouldn't, they not going to say anything about it, but I'm going to brag on them. And that's my sister, Sister Williams. Her car was acting up this morning. Alarm kept on going off, reset it, go back off, reset it, go back off. So she said, Pastor, I'm going to take this car on to the house. And uh, see, I know her. I've been knowing her all of my life. I said to myself, I'm going to look up and she's going to be right back at church. Call her son up. And I looked up. She's coming right back in the house. See, when you really know the Lord, won't nothing stand in your way. Nothing. Boy, that would have been a good excuse. Oh, yeah, that... It was legitimate. 
Somebody ought to say something. I just feel like it. My, my soul is turning over. Oh, that would have been an excellent excuse. Had all of the witnesses. Brothers was going out there trying to fix it and But wrong, that would have been a good excuse, wouldn't it? Pastor saw me. Everybody at the church saw me. They heard my car acting crazy out there. Oh, that would have been a good excuse. Yes, it would have. But I'm of, I'm of the opinion. She thought about Paul. He said, nothing will separate me from the love of God. Thank you, Sister William. Amen. Yes, Lord. Woo. I'm claiming the healing of First Lady Ware, too. Yes, yes. I, I keep looking at where she normally sit. My daughter-in-law, she's holding, she's holding it down over there. Thank you, daughter-in-law. That's my daughter. I, I don't call her daughter-in-law. That's my daughter. That's my son right there. That's my son over there. And that's my son over yonder. And the rest of them, you know. Thank God for Jesus. You know, I'm of the opinion, you know, I, I won't say I don't care. I won't ever say I don't care what folks think of me. That's conceit, that I, I won't say that. But I feel, if I feel like jumping, I'm gonna jump. If I feel like spinning around, I'm gonna spin around. Cause it's all for the glory of God. So, we said, well, pastor shouldn't do all that. Well, look here. You, God may have not done for you what he has done for me. So I just feel like acting a fool for the Lord. In fact, let me get one more blessing. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Somebody in here feels just like me. Yes. 
I had to get that out of my system. Thank God for Jesus. Somebody say, Pastor, take us higher. Yes, Lord. I, I, I didn't get it when God put it in my spirit of what to serve up today. I get it now. Matthew 15 chapter. The 22nd through the 28th verse with emphasis on the 27th verse. Matthew 15 chapter, the 22nd through the 28th verse, with emphasis on the 27th verse. Matthew 15, amen. It's right after Malachi, and it's just before Mark. Amen. 15, 22 through 28. Amen. Amen. Thank God for Jesus. Are you ready? It reads, and, excuse me. Okay. It reads, and behold, a woman of Cana came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, thy son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And the disciples came and besotted him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not me, it is not appropriate to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. And she said, true, I'll be a dog. Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Amen. Matthew 15 chapter, the 22nd through the 28th verse. Let us talk about surviving on crumbs. Right. 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 
surviving on crumbs. You, you know crumbs are pieces. Crumbs. Surviving on pieces. Surviving on crumbs. From a holy loaf. I ain't talking about the bread that you cooking. I'm talking about the bread that the master serves up for us. See, let me, let me, let me help you out. Uh, uh, uh. The objectivity is to get a whole loaf. Dickie Jackson, you, you, you know, most of us wouldn't be the size we are if we were just eating crumbs. Am I right? But I just want the acknowledgement of whosoever, if you agree with this. Have you ever had a piece of job? Have you ever driven a piece of car? Have you ever had a, just a piece of money? And yet, you survived. Oh, I remember, I remember, I remember. That's what makes me turn around because I remember the pieces that brought me to the whole loaf. Has anybody Arrived at the whole loaf? Well, let me rephrase that. Have you worked your way up to at least a half a loaf? The objectivity is a whole loaf. Amen. But as a culture, we have survived on crumbs. A piece of tie, piece of battery. My God, just a piece. Crumbs, a piece. See, most of y'all, you know, y'all look like y'all never went through anything out there. But I remember the time when I worked a whole month. A whole month and brought home $357. That's a piece. That was crumbs. And yet, I survived. Somebody ought to just say amen. amen. I, I wasn't born like you with a silver spoon in my mouth. My spoon was ten. And you had to take it out so often and wipe it out 
off so it wouldn't rust. But crumbs, crumbs from a holy loaf. Somebody say a holy loaf. I'd rather have crumbs from a holy loaf than have a whole loaf from man. In this part of scripture, in this part of scripture, Jesus, you see Jesus, you see Jesus here. And he has just uh, departed out of the coast of Tyre and Sidon. He, he was there healing folks. The Bible said he healed, he, he, he saw everything. They brought their sick and Jesus healed them all. Many have come today and you need to expect a healing. See, all of us don't, 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 don't get conceited and say, oh, I'm doing pretty good. I don't need, all of us need healing somewhere. Somewhere. An emotional healing, a financial healing, a physical healing, a relationship healing. Am I right about it? All of us stand in need of a healing. And the Bible said they brought many to him and he healed. No one should leave this church today without being healed. Why? Because you're in the presence of the Lord. Somebody follow Jesus. It says this woman from Cana. See, that was a red flag right there. That was a red flag right there. The Canaanites was at enmity with God. It wasn't any love lost between the Canaanites and the Jews. None at all. But here's a woman from Cana followed Jesus. Followed him. I said followed him and had enough nerve to ask Jesus for something. Had enough nerve to ask Jesus for something. Knowing the history between the Canaanites and the Jews. You have the audacity to come up in here full of sin and ask the Lord for something. With the intention of going back into sin. I don't remember we having a sign on the building and said, have it your way. But yet, when you come to God with a pure heart, he gives you what you need. This woman said, have mercy on me. So you would have thought she was the one that was sick. But she was interceding for her daughter. In our language, I can hear her saying, Jesus, my daughter is crazy as. And I need you to do something about it. I need you to do something. You know how we talk. 
Yeah, you know, you know. My daughter is vexed with a devil. And you need to, she is driving me crazy. Can't sleep at night. Playing a music lab. Always on the phone, texting, going out, getting drunk at night, coming in out all times of the night. I can't even sleep, Jesus. Have mercy on me because of the torment and the agony she's putting me through. But I need you to exercise her. And I know you can do it. I know you can do it. So, 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 so Jesus didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing. But the disciples, there's always somebody in the church. I don't care. I don't know what they coming in here for. They smelling like Jack Daniels and body odor and Lord, Jesus, I didn't come to church to sit beside somebody like this. Can you move to another role? But she came and she asked the Jesus for something. And if you read on down in the scripture, she had faith that Jesus would do it. Despise her history. Oh, I'm preaching hard now. Despise her history. She still believed Jesus would do it. Why you say that, Pastor? Because he said, thy faith. Well, let's see here. This woman had the right position, right? After being called literally a dog, after being rejected, the woman still fell down on her knees and worshiped God. Don't let anybody keep you from worshiping. Even if you're married, if you have a significant other, if they don't want to come, you come on. Don't let it. Well, I don't feel like going today. I'll see you when I get back. I'll pray for you. Am I right about it? She didn't let insults. Look what the master, she's crying after us. In other words, master, she's aggravating us. We didn't come for this. You didn't. Jesus still ain't said nothing. But the disciples had a lot to say. As though they had an exclusive right with Jesus. Am I right about it? It's right there. And so, and so she positioned herself in an humble type of manner. You know, we'd have, went, we'd have lost our ever-loving mind. Somebody called us a dog. We'd have been cussing, snot been slanging. Folks be greasing their ears and putting on their tennis shoes. 
putting grease on their face, getting ready for battle, boy. You call me what? You, you call me what? You, you, no, you didn't call me a dog. She said, true, Lord. Jesus said, I didn't come for you. I came for the children of the house of Israel. It wouldn't be right if I gave to you what I came to give to them. It wouldn't be right. It just wouldn't be right. That's what he said, ain't it? He said, uh, and then she said, true God, true Lord. True. Everything you're saying is true. I'm a dog. I know our history. I know. I know that you didn't come for me. I know. I know. But God, Jesus, she said, you don't keep the dogs since you called me one from eating the crumbs. That lets me know that she didn't want everything. She just want something that was attached to him. She, she, she didn't want a whole lot. That was the song out the other day. It, it went like this. I don't want much. See that? You know the song too. <laughs> I just want a little bit. No, I don't want it all. I just want to. God, Jesus, if you just give me a little bit, I believe it's enough to heal my daughter. I, I do, I do. I, I don't, call me whatever you want to. I just want a little bit deep. Is somebody here right now want a little bit. And I want to encourage you to don't sell for a little bit. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein don't sell for a little bit. But this woman just wanted a little bit. Am I right about it? Let me, let me just tick somebody off right quick. Just coming to an hour and a half service is crumbs. You don't get a full loaf till you get in Bible study or Sunday school and let the word change you from the inside out. But yet, God has patience with you. God has mercy on you. And I believe, I said, I believe, I didn't say the Bible said, I believe once you taste the crumbs, I said, I believe, once you taste the crumbs, you're going to come back and say, I want some more of that. Mama, mama, mama used to be a great cook. 
I've never seen her pick up a recipe in my life. But she'll put a pinch of this and a dab of that and a half of, and boy, she, you, you would just sit up there and just get drunk off of her cooking. But I remember so vividly, she used to cook cakes. And before she make a cake, she make a sample. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And she would put the sample in there, and then when the sample cooked, she would taste it. And me as a young boy, shoot, I'd be way on the sample. Yeah, give me that sample. But she'd break her off a piece and say, oh, it needs some, need some more of this, and it needs some more of that. It was fine with me. But that sample motivated me to wait on the cake. Is there anybody here ever had a sample of what God can do? That should motivate you to get more. That should inspire you to say, this is good. The scripture should come up in your mind and s that says, oh, taste and see. How good. You know what a taste. Somebody took a taste and went to the clubs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if nobody else, me. Say, man, I checked out this club the other night, and boy, it was good. It tastes good. Come go with me. Somebody will be saying, I went to church at the Barnabas house this morning and the worship was so good. Oh, come and taste. Because everybody want to share something good. You know us. Come on now. You know us. We discover something good and we can't wait to tell somebody. It's too big for us, so we have to share it. Say, man, come check out my new ride. Come check out my new home. Come check, check, check. It's in the telling. I say it's in the telling that adds to your excitement. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, see, somebody's agreeing. Oh, man, that's bad. That's Shoot, I made a good choice then. I, I thought it was bad, but now I, you have acknowledged that my choice was good. Anybody ever been there? Oh, tasty. So she positioned herself. What position did she take? Humbleness. She took a humble approach. She was at the right place at the right time, under the table. Well, Pastor, how you know? What the scripture just said. Jesus, you don't keep the, the dogs from eating the crumbs. Where did they fall from? Your table. So she had to be under the table. Has anybody positioned your will under God's will? Yes, sir. 
See, when you position your will under God's will, God will take you higher than you ever will you would go. Try it and see. She positions her. See, she realized the value of the crumbs. We call them leftovers. Let me let you in on leftovers, although I'm not a big fan of leftovers. My wife get up there all the time. Well, yesterday I cooked, well, that was yesterday. I want something new today. I'll get back to that at least a day or two days ago, and it'll seem new again. Anybody feel me? I'm not a big component of leftovers, but the crumbs are leftovers. Lord, I'll take your leftovers. You don't even have to warm it up. I'll just take, because I know the leftovers came from a holy loaf. A holy loaf. See, well, pastor, you're talking about a holy loaf. Well, how can I get, okay, through your obedience. You can get your way to a holy loaf. Through your commitment, you can make your way to a holy loaf. Through your giving, through your loving, through your obedience, you can get your way to a holy loaf. Now, does anybody have a holy loaf? Somebody say, I'm reaching. That's good enough for me. She understood the value of eating crumbs from the Jesus' table. Baby, don't, even though crumbs got her to where she is, we don't have to settle for crumbs. Crumbs got you to where you are today. Paul said, when I was with you before, you was on milk. I'm trying to give you something a little more than milk. But you can't chew it. You done drunk so much milk, you can't digest the meat. You throw the meat up. And she's still on the bottle. If you just come for singing, you're on the bottle. If you come in to see somebody, I don't think you're even on the bottle. You're just drinking water. Am I right about it? Just an hour and a half clip of what Jesus is won't suffice you. You need to carry Jesus with you every day. Get up in the morning and say, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Midnight, midday, thank you, Lord. Five o'clock, thank you. I ain't talking about no religious fanatic. You can just be walking down the street and just say, mm, thank you, Lord, and go on about your business. I ain't talking about carrying a Bible on your arm. And most folks that do that ain't reading it no way. It's for show. But just, when you open your eye, just say, thank you, Lord. And I can use my sanctified imagination to the degree that I believe the Lord said, thank you for acknowledging me. I think that rings the Lord's bell. 
when we acknowledge him for who he is and we are trying to strive to be obedient to his will. I think God's bell tingles when we do that. And I think wrath come up in him when we don't do it. But he's so merciful and so kind. He gives us another chance. Is anybody with me? Let's see what this happened to this woman. This woman pursued Jesus. He, he, she, she, she didn't give up. She, she pressed through the insults. The dogs. She's bothering us, Jesus. She, she's wearing us. Jesus said, I didn't come for you. I came for the lost sheep of Israel. I didn't come for you. She pressed through the looks. You know how folks can look at you crazy. You know how we get. And you have to press your way through that. Just keep on looking. You might see something. Insults and then looks. You know, folks will look down at you. You can be doing the best you can. Some oh, he thinks he's some. She thinks she's some. Look, look. You have to press through all of that. Even your so-called friend, when they hear you a regular worshiper, I don't know why you going over there to that church. You give what to the ministry? You have to press your way through that because they ain't going to give you nothing. They don't want you to have nothing, especially more than they already got. You mess around and start being prosperous and, and start being blessed by God, they mad at you again. They don't want you to see the general. The general out there don't want you to see nothing. They always want to be able to look. Look at Sister Johnson. She thinks she, the way she whoops that, that, that organ, she thinks she's something. You know us? How she, how she assists in the ushering in of the Holy Ghost. She thinks she's something. You have to press through all of that. You have to press through nonsense. You have to press through ignorance. You, you, you have to press through jealousy. You have to press through it. Look, look. Somebody's getting a new house. Now they too good to speak to. They ain't said nothing. You done already conjured up some hate. That's all right. There ain't never been nothing anyway. No, flip that around. You ain't never been nothing. If you can't be happy for your sister and brother, you ain't nothing. If you can't glory in their success, you ain't nothing. If you can't be happy because they happy, you not anything. This woman pressed through all of that, through all of that. The insults and the looks. Why, Pastor? Because her, she didn't 
come to be accepted. She didn't come to be liked. She didn't come to be bragged on. But what she came for was help. Is there anybody that came for help today? To see the Lord clearer? To understand him better? Did anybody come for a selfish reason to better yourself? So you could love better? So you could share better? This woman said, help me. The church would be overflowing today if folks understood there is help in the house. Oh, yeah, Lord, there, there is help in the house. Is there anybody know there's help in the house? They even put a song to it. I was sinking deep in sin, almost about to drown. Far from the peaceful shore. I couldn't even swim back to the banks. I was so out there. But the master of the sea, he heard my disparaging cry. And from the waters, from the murky waters, from the deep waters, the stinking waters, he lifted me. Somebody say, now save. Somebody say it again, now save. Say it one more time. Now say, am I? Why you say, Pastor? It was love. I went to the church house and discovered some love. I went to the church's house and discovered everybody in there is not fronting. I went to the church's house. Everybody's not faking. It's some real folks in the house. Somebody ought to give God some praise for the real folks in the house. And I'm so glad today that God showed us this because it lets me know whosoever will, let them come. No matter what your history is, no matter what you've done in your life, no, no matter the things that's a deep, dark secret in your mind. There is help. I said, there is help. Jesus said at the end, he said, thy faith, oh woman, your faith. In another scripture, he said, I don't find this kind of faith in Israel. But you being an enemy of God, you got great faith to come up in here and have the audacity to ask for help. Be it unto thee. Did anybody come looking for something this morning? Be it unto thee. Be it unto thee means what you have asked, I will grant it. It wasn't a whole lot of dialogue between a woman and Jesus. Jesus just sit back and observe what she would do. Was she coming to be seen? Was she coming with a fate in her heart? Was she coming, what was the motivation that brought her? He said, thy faith. In fact, you didn't come for yourself. 
You came for somebody else. Is there anybody that came for somebody else this morning? Somebody ought to be concerned about somebody. Somebody ought to get fooled this morning and carry enough in your heart to share with somebody else. Somebody shouldn't be concerned with how you are looked at, what folks say about you, how they turn your nose down at you. Somebody ought to develop a tough skin. Am I right about it? Knowing that every time God blesses you, the haters, I said the haters, the haters will show their face. Not sometime, but every time you got to know we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but somebody doesn't let the enemy in. And the enemy don't want to see you bless somebody or develop the attitude. Look as hard as you want to, but don't touch. Stare at me as long as you want to, but don't touch. Talk about me. Scandalize my name. The more you bow down, the more I'm going to rise up. Ain't God all right? He said he'll make your enemies your footstool. Ain't God all right? He said he'll bless you. Am I right about it? My desire is that you prosper in your health. You prosper in your finances. You prosper in your relationship with God. You prosper in your career. You prosper in your family. God want to prosper somebody. Am I right about it? God, as I close, over there in Acts, about the 28th chapter, I see Paul on his way to Rome, and they encountered a storm. The storm almost tore up the ship. But then he said, those that can swim, you swim on to the beach. Those of the, you that don't swim so good, grab a piece, grab a crumb, and float your way to the beach. Ain't God all right? You might be floating on pieces today, but God will make sure you get there through the rain, through the cold. They all got there. The Bible said not a life was lost coming out of a storm. Somebody is coming out of a storm today. Don't worry if you ain't got everything you want. Don't worry about everything you need. 
God will send a crumb your way. He'll send a peace your way. And it has enough power for you to make it on. Thank God for the pieces in my life. Thank God for the crumbs in my life. Because they are holy crumbs. They are powerful crumbs. They are crumbs off the master's table. Thank God, all right. Yeah! I might not know it all. But one thing I do know. God is good. God is merciful. God is kind. He's everlasting. Too everlasting. Ain't God all right? Yeah! Yeah! It gives me a new, it gives me a new perspective on my crumbs. I need to start thanking God for my crumbs. I need to start thanking him for every piece he breaks off. Before I know it, I'll have many crumbs. And if you know it, one penny seems a little, but a hundred pennies make a dollar. Am I right about it? Ain't he all right? Ah, ain't the Lord all right? He came down through 42 generations. He came down to rescue man. Man had really messed up. Man had really broken God's heart. But God sent his son. His son gave his life early. Somebody shout Sunday morning, Jesus got up with all power in his hand. He's coming back again. Am I right about it? You might know. You got to know that we are surviving on pieces. The Bible said we just know in part and parts are pieces. But one day, everything will come together. One day, you'll realize why you had to go through what you went through. One day, you'll realize you are better off than you thought. One day, it'll make a lot of sense to you. Am I right about it? He's been good. He's been good. Hasn't the Lord been good? Yeah! Ain't he all right? Yeah! Ain't he kind? Yeah! Yeah! I know he's all right. I need to check this thing out. Is he all right over here? Say yeah. How about over here? Say yeah. 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 Ah, yeah. 
until he come back. I don't have to have a whole lot. I'm kind of like the woman that fed the man of God. She gave the last she had. She was going to make a cake and her son and her was going to eat it and die. But the man of God said, give me that cake. Give me that cake. She had enough faith to know if she gave to the man of God, everything would be all right. The Bible said her meal bearer didn't run over. I don't care what you've heard, but the Bible didn't say that. But the Bible said her meal barrel never failed. That means every time I wanted to eat, there was some minute. Am I right about it? Every time that I wanted to snack, it was some minute. Am I right about it? I don't have to overflow. I just need some minute. I need some minute. Every time I get a little down, I look at my bear, and it's some minute. Every time I get low in money, I look at my bear, and it's some minute. Ain't all right. If you know what I'm talking about, every time you get a little frustrated, a little upset, look in your bear, it's some minute. Am I right about it? Every time folks talk about you, look in your bear, there's some minute. Am I right about it? Ain't he all right? I can't hear you. Ain't the Lord all right? Ah! Yeah. 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 Every time you get a little low, look in your barrel. It's some minute. It's some minute, it's some minute, it's some minute, it's some minute, it's some minute. It don't have to run over, but it's some minute, it's some minute, it's some minute. This is your barrel, this is your barrel. Every time there's some minute, there's some minute, there's some minute. There's some minute. If you don't feel love, it's some minute. Yeah! Yeah! Is there anybody? I said, is there anybody looking in your barrel? Because you thought it was empty. But it's some minute, it's some minute, 
You might eat all of it today, but in the morning, when your stomach start talking to you, there's some minute. I know he's all right. Do you know he's all right? Do you know he's all right? Say yeah. Say yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Let us give God a praise right there. Come on now, put your hands together. Hallelujah. 